0: Hello friend, welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell, appreciate you joining me again today on this chapter day journey. It's Friday, end of another week, and we finish up the week in Matthew chapter 5. And I pulled out just the first two words of verse 3 and the subsequent verses through 12. It simply says, blessed are... Today's podcast is entitled Alignment of Being. Wendy and I were on a cruise last week with our friends Chad and Shay. Cruising has become Wendy's and my favorite form of vacation, though perhaps not for the same reason that many people enjoy it. Being on the water has always held a spiritual connection for me. To be honest, Wendy and I spent much of our time last week together inside our cabin or on our small veranda, staring out over the vast ocean. It was heavenly. I read a couple of books as we sailed along. One of them was called The Ninefold Path of Jesus by a gentleman by the name of Mark Scandrette. It practically, simply, and deeply explores a familiar passage in the great story found in today's chapter traditionally known as the Beatitudes. the Beatitudes are the opening of the most thorough record we have of one of Jesus' teachings, a message that Jesus gave his followers on a hill by the Sea of Galilee. Each of the nine Beatitudes describes those whom Jesus says are blessed, or it's often said blessed. <laughs> What immediately stands out is the contrast to those whom we often think of as blessed in this world, the rich, famous, the popular, the powerful, the influential, the privileged, the talented, the elite. Jesus makes it clear that those who are blessed in the kingdom of God look very different. In fact, they are much the opposite of what subjects of the kingdoms of this world typically consider blessed. In God's kingdom, Jesus states, those who are blessed are poor in spirit, trusting God for their provision. They are in mourning, lamenting their brokenness and what is broken in the world. Meek. That is, holding any personal power that they might have in check. Hungry and thirsty for righteousness. Seeking justice in life and relationships. Merciful. Having compassion, even for one's enemies. Pure in heart. Acting, speaking, relating to others with right motives. Peacemakers. Finding and choosing ways to de-escalate conflict. Persecuted for doing the right thing. Radically loving others. Perhaps my choice to begin reading Matthew's biography of Jesus on this chapter day journey this week was subconsciously influenced by my meditation and contemplation of the Beatitudes last week. As I read them anew this morning... My head and heart were full of all that I pondered last week as I watched the ocean waves roll by. As I continued on into the rest of the chapter and the continuation of Jesus' message, I realized, maybe for the first time, that Jesus' subsequent teachings about murder and anger and curses and adultery and lust and divorce and making oaths and taking revenge and loving one's enemy they all connect back to the Beatitudes of trust, lament, meekness, mercy, motive, peacemaking, and radical love. In essence, the Beatitudes are the table of contents for everything Jesus is going to say after. I realize that if I don't have my being and attitude right, well, then I'll never act, speak, and relate as Jesus goes on to describe. Wendy and I have been repeatedly asked this week how our cruise went, and we've enjoyed sharing our experiences, though I sometimes wonder if people are surprised by our description. We spent a lot of time in our cabin, we slept a lot, we read books, we talked about life on our veranda, we stared at the ocean, we watched a dolphin jumping in the water. We saw the distant, misty eruption of a whale's exhale. As I continue to look back on it, Wendy and I spent the week trying to get our being centered and aligned so that the onslaught of doing that faced us upon our return might look more like the ninefold path of Jesus and less like the vain pursuit for what the kingdoms of this world describe as the good life. And one quick note, if you're normally one who reads my blog posts or listens to my podcast, but you don't actually read the corresponding chapter, I just want to encourage you, take a couple of minutes today in the next couple of days to actually read Jesus' message on the hill in Matthew's chapters 5, 6, and 7. I think it's worth it. Have a great weekend, my friend. We'll see you back here on Monday.